advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am, am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. We talk. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. We talk. You say funny things. You're tuned in to the Jack Off Hour. This is DJ Easy Dick. <laughs> and this is DJ Salty Nuts. What was wrong with your face, sir? Why did you make that face? You didn't like the taste of something. No, I was marveling at how fantastic the taste of something was. Oh, that was not the right yeah. face. Your yeah, face did not match. Yeah, that was a very Casey Kasem taste test where you don't recognize the voice to the face. Your face did not match the whiskey liking. I don't know what's going on. It looked like you smelled a fart or something, and you're like, mm, this is delicious, and you just make a fart just face. Just like Casey Kasem? Just like Casey Kasem. Okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, got it. No, it makes <laughs> no my Casey Kasem analogy was that you hear him for a thousand fucking years on radio when you're growing up, and he's then still you on. finally see that guy, though. He's still on. Like, oh, what the fuck? That's what Casey Kasem looks like? And he's still on, too. And then when I saw your fart face of, of displeasement, if that's a word, it's not. And then you told me it was one of pleasure and rejoicing because you like the flavor of Burnside. Yes. I was surprised. You're hard to read. You have resting Dave face. Yep. So you did come up with a new slogan for us. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Putting the penis in happiness since 2015. That's right. Yeah. That's it. The That's shirt. New slogan. That's, it. Yeah. That's the slogan. Yeah. yeah. Our bumper sticker. Took a while to come up with it. It but, did. Yeah. I think it works on yeah. so many yeah. levels. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'm yeah. not the first one to observe that, I'm sure, but you really have an emphasis on that syllable. Like you really put it in there. I put the penis in happiness. You do. Say mm-hmm. just say it one time for happiness. us. Happiness. Happiness. Yeah, it's it's subtle. I hear it though, because I've dissected it. You so say. now I hear it. Happiness. Mm, yeah, I can see. Mine's like more. You, you do. You say happiness. I say you, it like you. Yeah. yeah. You say happiness it's all one thing you guys have like a hap happiness a, yeah hap, happiness and the rest of it it's a ha penis there's a ha first and then happiness penis happiness, happiness happiness can't do it hap, happiness happiness <laughs> man happiness. that's an audio editor's dream mm-hmm. we, we have given them so much right now and they're going to cut that up so many penises yeah that's it yeah that's right. it yeah. closing out the show yeah uh, on that note i mean we can't get any higher than that we have slogan. a Yuteka winner? Yeah, we do. We do have Dave a Yuteka winner. Um, it was a From picture Reddit. posted on Reddit. Um, Stan the Man is getting sauced, and mm. uh, it's the Stan the Man sticker <laughs> from Jimmy D's Tees, and they're pouring sauce on it. Um, if I can get it in focus on our live stream. And it is from the user um, from Reddit, you slash farts on toast. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so, I like that. So That's farts probably on, a whole genre of porn, I bet. 
Probably is. Yeah. I'm guessing it's distinctly Japanese. Yeah. That's also uh, their Indian name. That's their Native American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farts, farts, on, yeah. Toast. farts on toast. <laughs> farts on toast. Farts on toast. Dolly Wall. That's yeah. there. <laughs> I had to air, I had to air toast it though. Yeah, they yeah. sat there. So farts on toast made a dope post on Reddit. So <laughs> that is a good um, name. Farts on toast will receive uh, a hot sack, a hot box, whatever it may be, right on their chin. Yep. So uh, Frankie right. pigeons will holler at you and ask for mm-hmm. incriminating mm-hmm. evidence and you give it to them and then you get stuff. Who's that hot box from? El Yucateco. Hot sauce. Well, it's from us, but it yeah. has their stuff in it. Yeah. So. And we got a bunch of sauce. So we stuff a box. Yeah, we stuff a box. I got to remember stuff. to take sauce with me when I leave. I am. Oh, me I need too. To, I need to me do too. My, my There's s- an old man at my work and I'm going to kill him. You're going to give yeah. him. You know, he's, he's getting triple X. Nice. Because I spread them around every, every semester What, the at cheeks? Work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spread my cheeks at work. Yeah, every semester. You got to. Yeah, gotta let me know who's boss. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, like a baboon. Yeah. All right, yeah. line up. You yeah, sh- you just line them up. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, I, right here, single I show, file. I show them my purple ass, and they all <laughs> fall into submission. Yeah. Connie, step forward. So, <laughs> I was talking to my buddy Dave. Uh, <laughs> different Dave. That Dave. Oh, that Dave. Okay. And uh, we were thinking about starting a podcast. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I know how to work so. sound stuff. If I don't talk on the mic or anything, but I'll push yeah. buttons if you guys want. That's yeah. Can you like start a video? If stuff? you'd have me, I can do video. Yeah, we could think mm-hmm. about that. I wonder if we should do like a website. Like, I wonder if we can get a podcast network together. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. If we were a member of something like that, like I've, I've I've been thinking of a name. Though. That's the thing out there. I never yeah. had the the whole concept, but I had a name. I don't see what you guys think about okay. it. Okay. Podbelly. Fantastic. Yeah, it's like podcast, like Potbelly Pig, but podcast. It'd be like a cute pig logo. You don't like it? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I can go with it, I guess. I think people go for it. So what would you put like on that website? Uh, like free educational content. Like, you know, if you wanted to learn how to podcast, you could go there and learn stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Free? For free. Wow. Yeah. You're fucking crazy. Yeah. That's just to get them over but there. I think that's the trick. They get over there to check that out. Okay. And then they find out there's a bunch of really cool podcasts on the website. What? That's yeah. smart. And I actually yeah. bought podbelly.com. It's available. So I, I got it already. So huh. if you want to do that, that, we could do that. Uh, I yeah. think you should do that. Yeah. I also have a DeLorean. So I can go back in time and make it back exist in now. time. So as of right now, I did that already because I planned on doing it. So That's it happened. Fast. So now That's it's fast. there. So we're a member of Podbelly. If you guys want to go check that out, go to podbelly.com. Yeah, we have been for mm-hmm. a little while. Now we have because I conceptualized doing it and talking oh, about it. So we already know about it. See, we now we know. That. I have weird memories I didn't have a second ago. Yeah, exactly. I think. You I don't remember any memories. memories. Him saying he has memories. Space-time. Yeah, yeah, him saying he has memories is a lie. It's a paradox. A flat out lie. Right. Something's wrong. I have no memory of having memories. <laughs> I have memories. See, that's what yeah. I was going to say. You, we say. We say happiness and you say <laughs> memories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have so many good memories. Those are memories. 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 I've got yeah. so many bad memories. That's where I've been fucking up. That's why I don't remember everything. They're in my chest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I seem to squeeze my nipples and it'll all come back to me. You squeeze your nipples and memory squirt out. (laughs) Oh, there's third grade. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Mahoney, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Billy Mahoney. (laughs) Stole my girlfriend. God damn him. Yeah, that's a deep wound. Yeah. Fucking 50. When did you guys have your first girlfriend? Did you have like a kindergarten girlfriend? Mm, No. Kindergarten? No. Stacy Trapp. Oh, wow. Damn. I had. um, I'm still broke up about it. Man, I don't know. I can't remember her name, but I remember I was in third grade and I was going out with a sixth grader. Her name was Misty. Dang, I pulled that, but it wasn't yeah. quite as cool. I think I was like fourth grade or fifth grade going out with a hot chick in sixth grade. But I was also Jamie in third grade hanging out with 18 year olds. Dang. Because you're riding so, bikes or some shit with them? No, or no, no, no. What no. shady shit were you doing? No, they're just like, I don't know. I hung out with a couple of chicks. 
that lived like down the street from me, and they were eighteen. Some trailer park shit going. No, no, on. no, it wasn't trailer park. This was <laughs> How this was the ghetto. I yeah, I mean nothing weird was, was going on. Like thing. I just was hanging out with them. You know? Right, right. Like they weren't molesting me or anything. It was okay if they wanted to. Well, but that's why they weren't molesting you because you were letting it happen. Yeah, you wanted it to happen. I didn't necessarily want it. I didn't even know anything. How old were you? Third grade. Probably like eight, maybe? Nine. Eight, nine? Yeah. yeah. I was molested on a school bus every you time were. we went on these- Just last year. Field trips, it was. No, on the, we'd go on these field trips from like fourth grade <laughs> through like sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. And there was an it's older- very nonchalant molesting going on <laughs> well, there. I was molested on the school bus. Because it's not that I didn't want it to happen, but I was just too scared to let it happen. There was a chick that would like put her hand on my leg and do the chicken thing and move up my thigh. Like she, you bring a pillow because it's a wait, two wait, hour wait, drive wait, to go to like Hearst wait, Castle. Wait, wait, wait. A, or like a chick or, or a girl at your school. Or a chicken. I thought you well, said it was, a That's the thing. I was younger. The, the girl didn't go to my school. She was like an older girl or something. I don't know how old she was. Like high school? Not high school, but maybe junior high when I was in like the fifth no, grade. That's not, that's not too bad. Then. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like somebody's but mom. I would like get on the bus and it was like, oh, that's that cute girl from that other school. Mm-hmm. And she would like have the seat saved for me. And I would sit there obviously, mm-hmm. scared as fuck though. And then she'd put the pillow on my lap and then start moving her hand around to start moving towards... <laughs> <laughs> towards Crotchville but I, I never let it get there because I was fucking scared yeah and then uh, like all the other guys that like wanted to date that chick that were actually in her grade were like you're a fucking idiot every time we got off the bus like you're a fucking idiot and I was like I'm fucking scared I don't know what to do I mean I had the Levi jacket and the mullet with a perm you know what I mean so right, right. so I mean I had I had the style I just didn't have the courage yeah, like, like the the dude from uh, <laughs> coming to America but just white the white yeah. version the let your soul glow guy no who's it like <laughs> Was it the guy in Wonder Years? Someone had that fucking... No, not Wonder Years. That's too far back. There's a guy, a picture from like some 80s sitcom that had the, the fucking Levi jacket What's and the, the spiked from? hair with a perm in the back, like steps on the that's side J- of shit. That's Joe Dirt. I'm that's just picturing... No, it's not What's his Joe name Dirt. from the first season of Stranger Days? Stranger Days? Stranger Things? Stranger Things. Uh, oh, the like tough guy that's scary oh, and drives, the, bro- driving the, the car? The, no, the guy before that. No, the, the guy, the season. boyfriend. Yeah, the boyfriend. The, the boyfriend guy, the older guy that ends up oh, yeah. turning out yeah. cool. Like he's a dick at first and then he ends up. Yeah, but not that cool. Okay. So, <laughs> picture that, but not right. that cool. Scared, uh, nerdy, really not cool. good grades. I was in chaps and, you know, shit like that. Chaps. Children with like high Like chaps? Mm-hmm, asses chaps. Mm. It's like a gate, but it was called chaps. Mm. Uh, anyways, right. I was too scared to let the girl go up my thigh. I just appreciate that when you said she touched me like, <laughs> and then did the chicken. Well, thing. no, you see the, no. this is the thing. Like when, if someone says like, you know, this person touched me then someone says where, like they're obviously asking where on your body were right. you touched, yeah. but he you said, said school bus on the school bus. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the classic move yeah. to make. Like if you ever say, you know, yeah, no. And then she, <laughs> and then she like reached down and grabbed me where oh, we were at, we were in the on park. The school bus, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't give a, don't give them what they want. Yeah. Just like to, it was, we were in the back seat. Yeah. Like just, you know exactly what they're fishing for, but yeah. the question works either because like, yeah. there's a, when I teach fight club in my classes, one of the quizzes when I, I teach ask fight club, that sounds one so cool. Of, one of the quizzes is, you you know, where, where do they try to, uh, castrate the mayor's special envoy on recycling? And the answer is in the back of a bus. Yeah. And one guy wrote in his crotch. <laughs> well, that's not wrong. And I had to give him full credit. Right. Yeah. It's not wrong. It was like, I can't. And then I realized like the brilliance yeah. of like throwing that a different way. And he probably somebody. knew he did. Every other yeah. answer was completely right. Yeah. And then he threw that one in. I was like, okay, well played. They did try to castrate him in his crotch. 
I just struggle on yeah. tests because I'm so overly analytical. I'd be like, that question, technically. I think you kind of have to know. Apart. You have to know the teacher, though, because right. some teachers want you to read their mind. Yeah. But sometimes Obviously, it's not. Like, sometimes you're taking answer. a job application. They have those crazy personality quizzes where you're like, you know. They're not that so, hard. Would do, you steal from your fellow employees? No, it's the thing where it's like your like, uncle stole a candy bar, you know, and like, do you tell on him to your boss? Yes. You don't, you don't fucking tell on him, though. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering, are, are they trying to make you out as a liar? Because you wouldn't tell on them, but you should tell on them as according to the job application. Yeah, that's right. Right. You so you say, no, you, yes. to, you lie. Yeah. So you're lying though. Yeah. They know you're lying. They don't know. Just to get the job. They don't know. But no, you have to know the teacher and know whether you can pull it off or not. I had a student also on Fight Club um, and they had a typical go write this essay based on Fight Club and the student didn't follow at all what the essay was supposed to do. The only thing he did was ma match the page count, like it was supposed to be like eight to ten pages. And instead of writing this academic research paper about Fight Club and these other sources that we studied, he spent ten pages writing a paper about the fact that he couldn't, in good conscience, write a paper about Fight Club because Tyler Durden wouldn't want him to follow my directions. <laughs> oh, Fight nice. Club. Oh, and like he inadvertently wow. put in quotes, like he did everything exactly right, but he didn't follow the prompt. And I was like, it's a fucking A plus. Like you yeah. just got a one hundred percent. It was brilliant, but it was like Take a, a lot of out on the yeah, ledge. because yeah. the logic behind it was right. sound. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's impressive. It was like, I, I, I don't know if it was that successful, but when I was a student, I was in a philosophy class and we had just studied like, like the early, like Greek philosophers did like dialogues. So like in order for them to get their philosophy, it was kind of like a script and it was like this person and it was always like them and another philosopher. And it was just a dialogue between them and the other person asking questions and coming to the philosophy. And my professor had had us want to write this boring ass paper and I didn't write the paper he wanted. I wrote a dialogue between myself and this dumbass in the class who always asks stupid fucking questions. <laughs> and the professor and, and it was the myself and this student on break in class having a dialogue about what we were covering on the final exam. And I was just like, I'm going to take a fucking gamble and turn it in. I'm probably going to fucking get fucked. And he was like, no, that was brilliant. I really appreciated it. But you take a risk. It pays I did off. a bunch of that shit at, B at BC, actually. Mm -hmm. Like we had to do like video presentations or some kind of presentation in English. And I like I did my thing on Michelangelo and I had to do a video presentation. I put the Ninja Turtles and shit in there. Nice. And it was like a bunch <laughs> of naked people. I was like, I, I, I don't know what this is. It's a bunch of naked people. But it was like all done with music behind it. And uh, people were like, you're fucking crazy. I can't believe you're doing that. That's so serious, bro. It's like your final thing. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I, I think it's funny. Right. And so I did it. And they were like, yeah, hey, that's fucking, that was good. Yeah, that was, was cool. Good. I was out yeah. of the box. Yeah. yeah. And they totally <laughs> dug it. Right. Same thing happened in high school. We used to have to do that journal writing. And I've told this before. Like, I was like, fuck, I'm not writing about like my feelings yeah. and shit. Fuck that. And I would just write like, weird ass i guess what you would call poetry and be like every rope hanging from every tree shouldn't be longer than six foot three like i would just like do this weird fucking rambling thing about bob hope smoking dope and i'm laying on a pile of old time magazines and nintendo controllers just random fucking pen to paper thought of just weird shit as random as i could get and i got extra credit and then the teacher read one of my things in front of the class nice yeah. it was a, but they read that and after that, girls started touching yeah. me in the crotchal region. Yeah. On the, on the well, I, they they didn't did touch that. me on the crotch. To be fair, they touched me on the school bus. Right. Yeah. Just to be clear right, about true. that. Yeah. <laughs> but I do bus. call my dick the school bus. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the short bus. Though. Yeah. 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 But it's a bus nonetheless. I did that too, the, the creative writing thing, but I got called in the office. I, can, I, yeah, you, I don't know that you need, need to elaborate. Yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> curious. I think that's sort of the de facto result. Yeah. <laughs> Brent gets happen. an A, I yeah. get called to yeah, the office. Exactly, yeah. As, you know, that's life. So this is a very special episode. 
I wanted Dave to be the college professor and smoke pot on this episode, but I knew that Brad couldn't have contact high. We could have like really stepped even, aside. You guys were like, it. oh, it's 420. We got to do 420. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I don't even want. Eh, it's relevant, though. It's is relevant. It, is it? People are going to. We got to do one. I know, I know because it. a bunch of podcasts. People will appreciate it. Listen to the show. You'll get fired if you get stoned, yeah. though? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I won't get fired. Well, yeah, I'll get fired. <laughs> I won't get fired, but yeah. Well, if I don't get caught, but yeah. I'm but if we broadcast it that you smoked, you know. Well, I don't know. We could just uh, say that, that Brad didn't do it, but you're acting really silly. <laughs> I'm Jim Brewer. Yeah, but they would totally fucking test yeah, you. Yeah, man. Mm. No. no. Yeah. We just don't release it. That's what we do. We we do the episode, record a super stone podcast, tired. and then 30 days later we release the episode. That way you're It doesn't matter because if a drug test happens tomorrow. Right. Oh, and true. The, if that, the, if that the podcast happens, has though, nothing to do with it, it could though. Yeah. It could signal them from them to and go. And I just have no desire to smoke weed. I, I smoked either. weed with Dave once. Yeah, you smoke Dave with weed fifty percent of the time. You smoke Dave, Dave with, with weed. weed. You smoke Dave with yes. weed fifty percent of the time that he smoked Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he smoked Dave. It was that Luke was Skywalker. Perfect. That was perfect. Yeah. You yeah. thought he messed up. That was a perfect sentence. I got Dave. I got Dave some weed, and it was called Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that shit. Yeah. yeah, that's out there. All right. Yeah, I smoked twice, and I didn't really enjoy either experience. Is Luke Skywalker yeah. like a sativa, or is it like a, I don't remember? It was to make me go to sleep. Oh, yeah. so then it was. Uh, yeah. 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 Indica. And then Indica, yeah. CJ Laser got me um, Sleeping Beauty, which was <laughs> supposed to even more make me go to sleep. And it didn't work? And Well, they both succeeded in making me cough like a dying horse for an hour and a half. That's just because right. you got a lot more cold and air. And then like not ever be able to sleep because my lungs hurt from coughing yeah. for an hour and a half. That was and just inexperience of in my head technique. And my chest hurt and... I wasn't interested. Yeah, like was it out hybrid. of a piper, it was a joint. It was a joint. My buddy like grew hybrid. Like it was a mix of uh -huh. sativa and indica. most everything is now anyway. and and uh, whatever. I don't know what yeah. he had, some George Washington and some apple fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Food. Like fucking apple fritters and George Washington. He mixed yep. them together, and uh, yeah, like it was <laughs> the weirdest. Great. It was the weirdest thing because like it, it relaxed you, but my brain wouldn't stop working. Right. Yeah. Like, it was fucking weird. Have you smoked a lot? Like, was that no. anything you ever got into? No, like, not really. Not really. I watched almost really. every South Park in, I, in one year. And, we, and, we, and I gained 40 pounds. Well, we talked about it. My, my parents were druggies. Right. And so, like, to turn it's off not really you, like, something I'm into. Like, same thing yeah. with drinking. Like, I, I I look, I, it's my own personal judgments, but, like, I look down on people. I don't know, in a way. Like, I understand why people do it. Everybody has their vice. Like, I have weaknesses and mm -hmm. vices. But I kind of look down on people who smoke who drink and who not, not like drink casually, but like people who are addicted. Right. You know, and then also addicts, like I look down on them and, <laughs> and not like, I mean, you know, I, look down on I, them. I do like that. That is a thing. Like I always tell my kids, like people who smoke, people who drink are weak. I have, a just, I have the whole week thing. I know we had to talk and this isn't that episode, but I, I don't look down on them so much as like, I have like, I look down on them. I know though, but I, it may, it's a self-realization <laughs> that comes out of it though, because I do it first. Yeah. I judge them and I'm like, yeah, but, yeah. but I'm a fucking, yeah. I'm I'm like a slave to peanut butter and fucking cheeseburgers. Yeah, but I mean, I, I realize my own. That doesn't hurt your when family. I see that. It does you know eventually. Like so, well, I don't think so. I don't think well, eating too. You used to be butter. like a smoker though, and you are an weed, alcoholic. Like you used to smoke like a lot. Not a lot. I, not say, a lot. I had a small period of my life. It was like maybe. I, I think know, it was like, like a period of months. I'm not like I. I think I don't know if you take it the wrong way. Like I'm not like like I said. It's not judging. Like I just I really feel like. It's more on like if you you do what you want to do, 
You know what I mean? Everybody does what they want to do. And it doesn't, as long as it doesn't affect me, I don't care. But like, I, I try and teach that to my kids cause I don't want them to be a certain way. I mean, right. for some people, it doesn't matter. Right. I would rather my kids smoke pot than drink though. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. No. Yeah. And like I said, I don't have a problem with either. I think in moderation, you right. know what I mean? Like you don't want right. anybody to be an alcoholic. I don't mind drinking. I drink every once in a while. We mm-hmm. drink on the show. It's fine. Even smoking pot or weed or whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's fine. Like it's not hurting anybody, but when it becomes, there are people I know where it has became, and they're not Cheech and Chong. You know what I mean? They're not fucking, they're not fucking, they're not rich and famous because of it. Right. They just do it and it consumes them. Right. And that's not okay. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Those, those are the things that bother me. Yeah. So, you know, getting past that, like I said, and I do look down on you, everybody. And our, everybody. <laughs> and our topic is? Yeah. So our topic is Cheech and Chong. Right. We, had to, we had to start with a weed conversation to, to really round out episode 420. So um, Cheech and Chong, um, first off, I want to say, like, I, I had a Cheech and Chong moment that I can only equate to a Jeff Spicoli moment from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right. which is I... I saw Fast Times at Ridgemont High when I, I don't know, I was probably in junior high when it came out or high school or something. Right. And Jeff Spicoli, you know, played Sean by, Penn, played yeah. by Sean Penn right. first mm-hmm. role. And he's he's just like full on (laughs) consummate California fucking beach dude, stoner, stupid ass. Like, I mean, he's like the breakout hit of the, of the movie. And it, I think that role delayed his acting career by a good decade. No, maybe. I mean, even even when he started to do other movies, like he, there, he was like two or three into other movies. And I was like, I don't want to fucking watch a movie with Spicoli. And then you like watch a movie and you're like, Oh no, he was acting right. Like he so fully convincingly portrayed that role that it harmed him because people Mm -hmm. thought he was a fucking idiot and a stoner, not a good actor. And I, when I was reading about Cheech and Chong, it's like, oh shit, they're fucking brilliant artists and they They are are. like, this was pure facade. Like, but you, you watch them and you're like, they are these stoned, like they're stoned all the time and they just pause to make them. It's like Cheech doesn't even hardly smoke. Like even when he was making these movies, like dad about it, like he doesn't smoke. He's not a pot smoker, but he's a fucking pot. They didn't smoke in up and smoke. They did not smoke. They smoked. Well, we just watched. We just watched Jim Brewer talking about half baked. How he didn't actually smoke. Yeah, there was only one scene in the whole thing where he was actually smoking, and it was because it was an accident. So that's that's the difference, though. You know what I mean? You have people who are professionals, right? Right. And people who think that that's okay. Right. And they will never make it because, because they're just fucking they're Takashi yeah. 6 9 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, like. And so I, I was impressed when I read the credentials and the background. Um, like the things, some of them, the things that Chong did before they started comedy and the things that Cheech has done after they yeah. got done being Cheech and Chong. I was like, fuck, these are two legit artists. Right. Yeah. Like these guys know what they're fucking doing. And they, you know, they, they they honed these characters like the characters of Cheech and Chong that you see in the movies were just two of dozens of characters that they would do in their improv sets that they would do on their albums. But they realized these are the two characters that people resonate with the most. So I'm going to play the fucking Chulo from East LA. You're going to play the fucking, uh, 
the the hippie stone stoner yeah. you know and, and there's cool stories behind where that came be. from they that character developed like live while they're on stage they came up with that shit or they they were in front of mm-hmm. a different like audience and they're too. like hey like they have a, a slight yeah. structure but most of that shit is just improv on yeah on the yeah. spot they're making that shit up and then they roll with it so yeah their first movie up in smoke um had a three and a half page script on a yellow legal pad. Yeah, I read something about that's, Cheech. That's that, still yeah. in Cheech's basement because they just wrote down, we go here, we meet this guy, we go here, we meet this girl, this happens, this happens, this happens. Magic and then all of it is yeah. improv. Imagine them going to movie producers into these studios and trying to sell that to them. They couldn't get it funded. And of course, it's because they have a yellow pad with some shit right. written down. Like, right? So what? <laughs> like two guys are smoking a bunch of pot and, and tell me why. And the thing understand. is, and it makes sense that, that it, fi- I mean, we're getting ahead of the game a little bit, but it makes sense that a record producer is finally the one who produced the movie because the record producer was looking at, oh, these guys are winning Grammys for their comedy. Like, because, rec- you know, comic, right. comic comedy albums were huge yeah, back then yeah. and their comedy albums were just hit after hit after hit and he realized yeah they've got a they've got millions of followers already this yeah, movie has gonna go uh, yeah. like you know i'm scared to throw this in the universe and i have said this before but somewhere there exists me and my buddy jason roskam who actually is the uh, host from all things stores podcast our star wars podcast mm-hmm. we did a, a cheech and chong reenactment about you ruined my record that whole i don't remember what that one's actually called he's like you ruined my record man i just bought it that whole fucking thing mm-hmm. um we was that on the record thing? Uh, I it mean, was on a record, right? Man, there is because I, I, I have on tape. I have, or something. I have that memories, is a record. Yeah. yeah, and I have memories of of me and my buddy. We went and his mom had a Cheech and Chong album. I don't remember which one, right. which one it was, but he put somebody in the trunk of a car. And then they started pissing on the trunk of the car. And man, it's raining cats and dogs out here, man. Like, like they're pissing on the trunk. Like, I just, that's like a, a vivid memory from like when yeah. I was in middle school, you know, like. And that's or, the thing, like, if, like if you're young, you probably haven't even run into Cheech and Chong right. in any meaningful way. And I, I wish I had more time this week because I wanted to wa- I wanted to rewatch these because mo- I've seen all the Cheech and yeah. Chong movies. Like when I was a kid, they were always in late night rotation on yeah. HBO, and you would always watch them. And I was so That's young funny, that most of it I didn't even understand. But you just knew yeah. it was taboo. Like well, I knew that none of my friends' parents would let them watch Cheech and Chong. Right. So if it was like eleven thirty at night and Cheech and Chong was coming on and people were staying over, and I would just be like, "Mom, can we stay up and watch Cheech and Chong?" And she's like, "Yeah, but you're still getting up at such and such." And we'd be like, cool. And my friends would just like lose their nut because they got to watch Cheech and Chong. <laughs> well, they still did because it was so. It was so, but it was so anti-establishment yeah. and so yeah. dirty and so. And they've still know. done stuff like uh, Tommy Chong on that '70s show. Fantastic. I mean, his parts so on that show, great. Yeah, Leo. And great. then that and then part like, where he hires one of, fucking what's his name, and he's like a new employee. He's like, the photo get, man. Yeah, he's like, you got the yeah. job, man. And he's like, oh, cool. And he's like, don't you need to finish the interview? He's like, you're the only one that showed up, man. And then he's like, <laughs> says, okay. He's like, I gotta go somewhere and meet this guy and do this thing. He's like, you want me to lock up? He's like, whoa. Locking up, that's a great idea, man. He's like, oh, you're one of those idea guys, aren't you? One day I'll probably be working for you. Yeah. And, and, and he's all, he's all, oh, yeah, I'd hire you or something. He's like, oh, really, man? That'd be awesome. Like, he totally it turned like, it around. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's in charge of the fucking photo booth in the interview. Yeah, that's going He was great. Well, and then, he, and then, and then Cheech Marin is in one of my favorite movies, like uh, Don Johnson. No, from Dust Till John. From Dust Till John. <laughs> Dust Till John. From Dust Till Don. Yeah. Tarantino. Yep. And he plays three different parts yeah like yep. it's fantastic like, he was in one of my favorite tv shows lost he mm-hmm. plays yeah. uh, uh hurley's father yep like he's yep. you know they, they've Still got to finish that yeah 
Um, so I I stopped too. They're they're pretty good, and I think um, like a lot of people. Uh, I read a couple of different articles, and they give credit to Cheech and Chong for things like Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. and uh, I forget the name of the so that random. I was Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus, her HBO show where she plays the vice president Veep. Like uh, Veep and Curb Your Enthusiasm are both kind of like this. Like they have, like they hire really talented actors and they say, okay, so I'm going to do is this. The scenario. Then I'm going to end yeah. up taking this guy's gym bag by accident. And then when I get home, my wife's going to get pissed at me. And then this is going to happen. And then I'm not going to give the gym bag back. And then at the end, but the rest this, is up to you. And the rest is up to you. Yeah. And we just get in a room and, or they'll even say like, at, you've got to say this at some point because it's the setup to this. Right. And otherwise the whole thing is improv, which is, we would be which is that, actually honestly. what uh, the Marx Brothers used to do because right. yeah. like, I, I read Is some that, reviews of the Marx Brothers and like when they used to do film because they started on Broadway and doing you know different plays mm-hmm. and they said like I read interviews with people that would say I would go to the Marx Brothers every weekend to watch the same exact show because every weekend nothing about the show was the yeah. same it's every improv. weekend it was like these are the things that would happen to move the story yeah. along and then this time it was just this bizarre half hour thing with you know Harpo playing the harp and squirting water on a monkey and like yeah. it's just like which is f- is different from traditional comedy like yeah, yeah, stand up yeah. stand up those guys have a routine yeah. and they it's just written and honed if and you polished. if you go watch multiple shows from mm-hmm. the same guy in the mm-hmm. same year or maybe even two years it's you're gonna right. it'll be a little bit different but a lot it of takes those guys a year to hone in one yeah, hour right. into one and, hour and so yeah. the stand-up is different than that improv and that imp- and to be great at improv where it's just something different and, every time and, and something a lot of just as funny in a filmed version like a tv like a yeah. and chong or curb your enthusiasm or or any of those things the or even the marx brothers like they would say like the it's difficult to get an actor and keep them because they would walk off the set mid film because they can't even keep up. Right. Like especially yeah. the Marx brothers, because they would just be fucking with them and pulling their hair and doing weird shit. But it's like same thing with Cheech and Chong. Like when you watch all the movies, they often have the same exact actors in them because they know those actors can do it. Yeah. Like they can hang, they can roll with us. They can, they won't break character. They'll feed I often, me. To I often do thought about funnier. Um, that with Adam Sandler. How he has a lot of his same like uh, right. friends in his I'm movies. Curious. I would guess his is probably more scripted, though. Well, I'm I sure it's, I'm sure not, it's scripted, but I yeah. think there's probably a lot of yeah. improv stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm but sure. It, it's kind I don't of know. Some same. of like his uh, like the goat that fucking roller coaster shit. You can hear yeah. him get himself cracked up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think he didn't expect what he was gonna say. He's like, "I'm yeah. a goat. I've never been on the roller coaster <laughs> before." You know, he like drops yeah. out, and you can hear him yeah. start to laugh at himself, and you know that like he didn't even expect yeah. that because right. it's funny to him. Right. If you haven't heard the goat, like Adam Sandler's. Go, go listen to that shit, yeah. So Cheech and Chong, obviously two different people. Tommy Chong um, is the older of the two. He was born in fucking 1938. That sounds he's, crazy, he's old, right? Yeah. Old, man. He was, yeah. he was just on The Masked Singer last year, and uh, he was singing songs, and nobody really? could guess who he was. That's yeah. awesome. He was also yeah. on Dancing with the Stars, yeah. Was he? Yeah, and he's actually yeah. a star. That so counts. The rest of those fucks uh, are nobody's. Yeah, but he was born, he's Canadian, he's a Canuck, and I don't think I ever really realized it and I never, I, I can say, I can scratch the don't think. I never realized, I always just assumed because of Cheech that Chong was Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not. He's he is not, not he's at half all. Chinese, yeah. He's half Chinese and yeah. half Irish. Yeah. Well, I just thought the Chong thing was like a made up <laughs> name. China-ish. I didn't think it had anything well, to do with it. Well, no, I knew that was his name because his daughter, Radon Chong, had like a, <laughs> a chunk Chong. of movies in the 80s. Right. Like she was in some <laughs> Arnold movies. I like your and, unit of quantification. Ray Don Chong. A chunk. A chunk of yeah, movies. She had yeah, a chunk like of a gaggle movies. of gay gooses. Yeah. Yeah. A chunk of, a a chunk of gay movies. gooses. Yeah. <laughs> chunk of but, movies. So I knew that was his real last name, but I assumed he was like half 
uh, like, Chinese yeah. and half Damn, Mexican. Well, you've been, yeah, in, that, you've been in a not chunk Mexican of movies, all, yeah. man. But he's never sounded no Hispanic no, or Mexican. You know no. what I mean? Like yeah, he's that's always just, sounded kind of yeah. surfer, right? He's hippie. always the hippie, yeah. right? He's and that was that the guy. thing, and that was that was the magic of the Cheech and Chong act is that it was the the stoned Mexican and the stoned hippie. Right. And most of these movies were made in the seventies or the eighties, so like counterculture, drug culture, hippie culture, all there. You know, free sex, yeah. all that stuff is there, and that and no one has the balls to make movies about it in a perfect. real way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was even almost after the fact. I mean, we're talking the. 70s like a lot of the hippie stuff the free love stuff that was kind of in the 60s but no one had the balls or no studio would support yeah. a movie that was truly exploring it so these guys explore it you know well, and the, the and person who directed the uh, oven smoker financed it though right he ended up self-financing that first movie he directed it as well yeah yeah, yeah. They, um, I think Chong directed a, most of their he stuff. He directed but, all the ones after that. Yeah. But actually, the, the thing is, there was some turmoil, like some disagreement between him and Cheech because they were both directing. But for whatever reason, Chong's name kept going on it. So Cheech actually, they ended up getting a, a third-party director and having that guy come in, mostly to appease Cheech because he was like, he's hey, getting all the credit. Yeah, That's right, when the shit started right. to be yeah, like yeah, a little yeah, weird before yeah. the band broke up. So um, he's born in Canada, um, Alberta, Canada. And he's a musician for a group called the Vancouver's that end up signing with a subgroup of Motown. Um, it's a trip to see pictures of him. It's like when you see a picture of Willie Nelson in early right, in his career, because right. Willie Nelson's a headband, the fucking pigtails, smoking weed. And then you go look at him. And he's like, Mr. Fucking right, perfectly. Right. Yeah. Hair, he looks, it doesn't even look like, like, like Yeah. You guy. see Tommy Chong in there. Same it's like thing. three Blue black dudes shirt. and Tommy Chong. And <laughs> for a, a year, a for a year, uh, their guitarist, did you hear who their guitarist was? Um, I don't think so. For a year, their guitarist was fucking Jimi Hendrix. Oh, I didn't know that Jimmy played with him. He I played with him for a year, and they had just, to fire him because they couldn't put a leash okay, on Okay, I misread that because yeah. I saw that, and I saw an interview. He was, uh, Tommy Chong was on Hot Ones, and they went to him, like to his house. Mm-hmm. It was like weed plants and shit. You got to watch that one. Um, and uh, he was talking about, hey, you smoked weed with like some of the coolest fucking people. And he said it was shown that you smoked pot with Jimi Hendrix. He's like, well, I didn't actually smoke pot with Jimi Hendrix. He was doing heroin in the bathroom while I was smoking pot. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he did an impression. He's like, this is how I smoke pot with Jimi Hendrix. And he was like, held his hand up to his mouth. And then he held his hand to the floor. Cause like Jimmy's on the fucking floor on heroin. <laughs> and then he's like, this is how I smoke it with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he's like, smoke like that. And then held it up. And he had like this whole bit right. about smoking That's pot. But he funny. said he, he was in the room smoking weed while Jimmy was in the bathroom doing, doing whatever heroin, the fuck yeah, he was doing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but they, he played with them and they had to fire him because he was like, you're not the Motown sound, man. Yeah. Well, I think you're, technically like, it was because his, solo, yeah. his solos <laughs> yeah. were too yeah. loud and yeah. too long. Yep. Like, yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Yeah. My solos yeah. are so loud and long. So then he went off and became Jimmy and they even said, like he even said in an interview, like after he became Jimmy, like the band was like, we're struggling because now we kind of have to change our look and do all this stuff because Jimmy just changed the game. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and you know, there was no animosity or anything and they still toured with him even after. I mean, if you think about big. how Tommy Chong looks, he kind of is dressed like Jimmy. Hendrix, like the headband and the fucking weird gypsy Not thing. Not up until the then, yeah. No, I'm like, saying yeah, now, yeah, the now, character yeah, that yeah, came yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. it's sort of that, that attire. It's the hippie. That's, yeah. that's where they went to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the after that, he, he realizes that music isn't for him, and he goes back to Canada, and he starts uh, acting. He gets into improv, um, and he forms a group called City Works, um, which is an improv group in uh, uh, Alberta, and did you hear about Saskatchewan. where it was, like where they did their improv? No, Saskatchewan. Tommy Chong's dad owned a strip club 
And they said, can we do improv in the club? Well, Tommy owned that place. So he was running the place as a topless, like burlesque show, but he wanted to start doing um, improv comedy stuff, but he didn't want to lose his current crowd. Right. And so he was like, I don't want to lose all these people. There's a lot of people come here. If we switch the game up on them, he's like, can we somehow incorporate it to topless dancers with comedy? Right. And yeah. so he did comedy burlesque. That's yeah. And so yeah. they were like, oh, they have Pacey's and G strings, but now there's comedy skits. And at the time, Cheech Marin was delivering carpet and he fucking walked in or something and like kind of made a quick cause he was going to the strip club probably right, probably and, and made acquaintance. And then they were like, Hey, we're looking for someone else. And then he, he tried yeah. out and they agreed he'd pay him like 60 bucks a week or something. Right. And he started working there for 60 bucks. And a it week. even, I mean, it, it explains like the foundation of their comedy being risque, talking about drugs, talking right. about sex, pushing yeah. the envelope. It's like they started in they a started, fucking titty yeah. bar. Like they started yeah. in that as and the basis in the like era. Instant yeah. magic. Like right. they just worked well together. But at the time, I guess they started to make money and get popular and most of the people were like hey we're fucking hippies this isn't what we're about we're not supposed to make money like and so they left and it kind of broke up but they stayed together and they said fuck it let's do this and they took off and kept doing their thing right and I will say that at one point I was I was looking at the website I was getting some information about Tommy Chung from the Cheech and Chong website and there was a link to, to something um, we really got to move this bottle. That, that was, is a dent. That, that bottle yeah, is like, yeah, it's <laughs> half gone. Um, the, the, I clicked on a link. I think it was for a bong of some sort and oh, just it, for, for research, it yeah. for science, just just science. It, out. it didn't load. And it said 404 error. Uh, this page does not exist, man. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty fucking funny. On the weed I side. Had, yeah, yeah. I had to give him credit for throwing uh, Chong's voice yeah. in there. But so Cheech was actually born in East LA, as the song says. Yeah. Um, in born in East LA. <laughs> yeah. In 1946. Bruce Springsteen. Um, very fucking smart guy. He's got like a genius level IQ, goes to college. He ends up uh, dropping out of college because he doesn't hold his interest, which was a mistake because then Vietnam happened. Do you know where he went when he dropped out of college like there's an interview with his dad his dad looks just like him too um but he uh was going to college and then all of a sudden just wasn't and he fucking took off to like the canadian fucking forest into the middle of the fucking snow like had to cook on a wood stove to get water he had to go crack ice and like bucket carry water out of a frozen Jesus lake Christ. back to his just little to fucking cabin Vietnam fucking I, I guess i don't know what his deal was he went yeah, off he, to he adventure to, well no well because the things that I read said that he dropped out of college, but then shortly after he had to go to Canada to avoid the draft. Oh, maybe that's but, what he was doing. Because if he was in college, he wouldn't have gotten drafted. Oh, so right. he had to have dropped out and then disappeared and then been like, fuck, <laughs> I dropped out and now we're at war and there's a draft. Well, he was living in like still the fucking college, mountains, yeah. like chopping firewood yeah. and fishing and shit to survive. Yeah. And then um, his father was a cop, mm-hmm. which is funny. And he said that uh, at the height of their popularity, he would actually use it to his advantage. Like if he was trying to like grill someone and find out more information about where the weed came from he or looks whatever, just like him, dude. he would even say like, he would say, you see my name tag right. or you see my face? Like I'm his father, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, no way. And then yeah. he would like get him to talk yeah. because he's, he's fucking uh, Cheech's father. Um, and Cheech, of course, isn't his real name. It's a, it's a, a nickname for pigskins, yeah, for fried pigskins, um, which he loved. His name well, they came up Richard. with it because they were trying to figure out, like, they're saying all this shit, like Marin and Chong and Marin and Tommy, Tommy. They're trying to throw these names back and forth. And he was like, uh, he's like, man, do you have a nickname? He's like, yeah, man, Cheech, like Chicharone. And that that's how it came about. He's like, oh, Cheech and Chong. He's like, that's fucking yeah, perfect. Yeah, so that's that is perfect. perfect. Yeah, and yeah. so they went with it. Yeah. So, um, 
and again, like now he's he has like one of the most prolific collections of Latin American art in the States. He's like an advisor for the Smithsonian on Latin American art. He fucking uh, releases music. He's he's on all the board. He's like a board of directors member of all these different charities. He's like just a super smart, hardcore, artistic person um, who, who does a, a ton of different stuff, um, which again, as I was reading this, it really gave me that Spicoli moment. And I was like, wow, these two are not their characters. Right. Although Chong a little bit is. Well, his voice know, is his like, voice. It's is. like hearing that Jim was, Henson talk right, speak regular, yeah, you know, yeah. um, or who's the guy that does a uh, family guy. Uh, yeah, Seth, Seth McFarlane. McFarlane. You hear Brian yeah, and yeah, some voices sneak out, every sneak so out every especially once in a while. Brian because he's, he's yeah. Brian. Like and, and so you hear Brian. that in, in Tommy Chong's voice. So it's hard not to correlate where Cheech is obviously like dropping that. And hey, man, like he really drops into that right, shit. And yeah, he's doing he does, that character. He does, yeah. And that happened. There were in some audience like, fuck man, this shit's getting stale. Like he's like, do you have any other characters we could throw in? He's like, I got one, but it's kind of derogatory. Right. Like that's fucking perfect. What yeah. he's like, he's like, that's ah, like a Mexican gangster guy, and like they fucking went for it. And he said, like he sat down in the chair. There's a cool documentary. Called, it's from like E Entertainment or something. It's old. It's like 97. And mm-hmm. there, there's one version. If you see one that says it's 30 minutes, watch the one that's 47 minutes, just because they didn't cut the commercials out. And there are some oh, fucking nice. like baseball bloopers oh, on fuck fucking yeah. VHS. Yeah. Wait six weeks for them to arrive. Fucking bullshit. Some weird like get your internet merchandise now. You can yeah. get on the World Wide Web and order these products. <laughs> Like, and I was like, what in the fuck year is this? Yeah. It's like, it was 97. I was trying to figure out what was going on at that time. I just couldn't really remember how the internet was influencing right. things. And they were still selling VHS comedy tapes. Oh, for and shit. sure. So, you know but, what? I found, I found a, it's still, the, it has a box around the bottom of it. It's Ninja Turtle. It's Michelangelo with the nunchucks. Wait, it's not, yeah, yeah, nunchucks, yeah. right? Yeah, you found that word. It's like four foot tall. And it's all plastic. Like Luke wanted to take it into the swimming pool, but it's at this fucking like comic shop up right. north. And I was like, man, that'd be super sweet in the studio. Right. But it was ninety dollars they wanted for it, That's and it was marked tall? down. Well, it was marked down to fifty dollars, and I was like, I almost wanted to buy it for the house. Oh, right. But Luke yeah. wanted to play with it, but it's in this box that's so like collectible. Like it's, it's, it's fucking huge. It's, like old. it's a big it's actually, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why it's, is it so old. cheap? I don't know. I think it's just it's just something like he had a bunch of toys yeah. in there and hmm. stuff. Like so but, I don't know if I end up going back up there. But on that documentary that I found, um, they show and they tell the story from both persons' perspective, jumping back and forth as Tommy Chong's telling the story, Cheech Marin's telling the story. And he's like, I was on stage and I just dropped in. He's like, Hey man, you need a ride? And he fucking broke into that. And then people just start laughing and he was like, Hey man. And yeah. that that character came from someone that used to watch them and every time they would bomb, the dude would be like, Hey man, nobody laughed no, at yeah. you, man. No, like, it's a guy. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, the story of this the guy heckler. is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So it's a guy that they know named Strawberry. Oh, I think I remember that. And <laughs> the, yeah, they met him, and it was in the strip club days. Yeah. And uh, uh, Chong was outside um, in the back alley behind a strip club. Great yeah. locale. I, I want to see some of that old. See that stuff. It's it hasn't been recorded or anything. No, you know, no. like you won't there's ever vi- see there's that. There's video comedy. of them um, on when they're filming Up in Smoke. There's some old archival footage of. No, stuff. I'm talking about at the strip club. Oh, like yeah. their comedy. No, and like again, what they did. This is no one this, has a knows. camera. Yeah, this fully fits into why I want a time machine. Think about what's lost. I want know? my. I go only go back in time MTV. to watch art time machine. It's like go yeah. back in time, back in time, and go to fucking Vancouver. And uh, watch Cheech and Chong. Watch Cheech and Chong at the strip club, club like you know. Yeah. But that'd be uh, so, amazing. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it'd be amazing. Yeah. So they the quote that I read was um, it was snowing, and this is from Chong. 
It was snowing and there was a garbage strike. So these big black bags were piled high in the back alley. It was right? like New York. Yeah. Um, and that's like a red, lightning strike, but it's garbage just comes yeah. from the sky and hits you. This redhead hippie was sitting in a pile of garbage in the snow underneath a streetlight. He looked angelic. He was bumming for money. I asked him his name. He said strawberry. And he said he needed a place to stay. So he moved him into the lighting. It booth. was an angel because he yeah. gave us charm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he let him move into the lighting booth. And work the door and sweep, you know, mop and do whatever yeah. just to have a place to stay and get some food. Because that's in back his when belly. homeless people were actually homeless people. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, that, was like, that was the guy. Well, he was probably another guy ditching the war. Yeah. You know, yeah. like realistically. And I've never heard uh, a Canadian talk like that either. You know what I mean? True. Like that, that, yeah, that, 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 that that's was unearthly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and they would, you know, they would do bits, and then at the end, everybody would be like, "Yeah, that was great," and they would say, "Strawberry, what we, what, you know, how'd we do?" And they would say, "Yeah, man, that sucked," and he would like tell them the truth yeah. about whether or not the skits were good and how they needed to be improved and and all this That's stuff. Funny. But then the interviewer, and I'll post the full interview in the show notes. But the interviewer asked him if he was a good lighting tech, and. Uh, Cheech said, no, of course not. He was permanently high on acid. He missed every lighting cue. Yeah. <laughs> he fucked everything up. He saw lights all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, but, yeah, man. So so yeah. Cheech's character comes from being born in East LA, like yeah. in the straight up zoot suit era, you right. know? Yeah. And then Chong's character comes from this guy, Strawberry, who lived at the... And there's actually, in one of the movies, there's a guy named Strawberry who t- who's... Chong's character's cousin. Nice. Um, but and they do that a lot because there's also out, yeah. a cop that used to try to get them. Yeah. Um, and they named they one of the in, characters yeah. like it's not Spicoli. It's something like uh, that. It's in my notes. Yeah. We'll, they we'll actually named or something. They yeah. named one of the cops after some narc that they had in high school or something. <laughs> Made him famous. Sergeant Stadenko. I knew it was, some, it was like yeah. Spicoli. Stadenko. I knew it was something like that. He was played by Stacy Keach in the movies. And if you really want a bizarre fucking experience, I can't remember which one it is. Um, Stacey Keach was only in two, so IMDb at find the second Cheech and Chong movie he was in, and that's the fucking bizarre one. I, re- I remember this movie clearly. That where they nice were nice dreams. Nice dreams. Yeah, yeah, they were selling. They were selling iguana. ice cream. They were selling weed out of an ice cream truck, but oh, the weed yeah. was a strain that if you smoked enough of it, turned you into a lizard. Yeah, see the iguana. Yeah, the that's movie. the one. Yeah, I've seen so that. Stacy Keach is slowly devolving into a lizard because he keeps smoking the weed, trying to get in their head and figure out where they are. So Stadenko becomes an iguana by the end of the movie. It's so fucking weird. It's influenced but, on, on stuff like I was watching a. Uh, uh, I think it's in Up and Smoke when they're first riding in the fucking car and they're smoking Labrador or whatever. He's like, hey, man, what's oh, yeah, in this the, shit? He's like, well, shit. it's 50% Maui, Wowie, and half Labrador or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. He's like, we're smoking dog shit. <laughs> but anyways, that scene when they get pulled over, he's like, hey, man, am I driving okay? And they fucking like the smoke clears and they're just parked in the like, island of the fucking road. <laughs> he's like, I think we pulled over, man. And then the fucking cop comes up and starts asking him all his questions and fucking Chong's over on the side just shoving fucking drugs in his mouth and eating yeah, it. Yeah. And it made me think about the Super Troopers is, is, is influenced by that. Oh, sure. yeah, that yeah, scene yeah, yeah. Where the yeah, cops come up and the guy's sure. panicking. And he eats all the fucking mushrooms in the back yeah. seat and he's freaking out. And even, yeah. even in an interview that I saw, Ice Cube said that um, his goal when they set out to make Fridays was to make like a modern version of a Cheech and Chong movie. Right. Yeah. Like they wanted to yeah. do a, a, a hood version of. Yeah, ah, succeed, of a, he, yeah he succeeded yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Friday is one yeah. of those movies. Um, but uh, so um, they end up. Uh, doing their comedy. And again, you, you don't realize how much they had to earn it, right? They were, they toured as soon as they got their act, literally their act together, they would tour 300 days a year doing just shit comedy gigs anywhere they could in the States or in Canada. 
Um, that's they a lot, would, man. Yeah. fuck yeah, it is. But that's the life of most standups. Like you take any gig yeah. you can, you're always yeah, on the go. Like Rogan's whenever. been interviewing a ton of standup comedians, and like when you hear, because I always it say like rough. I want to be brave enough to fucking do that shit. And uh, like one of the friend time podcasts, Amanda Wilson, she does fucking standup, and I admire the fuck out of it because mm-hmm. she gets up there. She does one called like hot pussy wings or something, and it's like they get on fucking stage and they have to eat a hot wing. Like a fucking super spicy hot wing while the person fucking like uh, roasts them while they're eating the wings. So like the longer it takes you to eat the wing, the longer you're getting shit talked about you. And then when they fucking finish the wing, they like you grab a paper towel and it's time to do your fucking set and your mouth's on fire and you just do that shit. So like on top of the fact of getting brave enough right. to even get up there and do you it. You got to do that. And they talk shit. about the work that you put in, the lessons that you have to fucking yeah. learn for how like you bomb and like you have to bomb to get better. Like it's Oh, shit. yeah. Oof, yeah, I just, the, I mean, I keep no, saying every I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like every time I listen to, to Mark Maron or Conan and they talk to comedians, all of them have these horrible bomb stories. You know, I think part of it yeah. is, is if you could embrace it, like the perception of it, if you can accept like, I just fucking ate my fucking ass right now on stage. Like that was terrible. And if you could laugh about it, but I know that it will kill you though. Like Letterman, Letterman tells a story on, I think, yeah, the Mark Marin podcast, he tells a story of, I think he had to go to Denver and do some like shit, like a, he got hired to do like a week. Right. And he said he bombed Every for day. a week. Yeah. Like he had two shows a day and he bombed constantly. And he said that it was all, it was the same crowd. Right. Like oh, constantly. Fuck. Bill Burr like, told a story like that because they were on a fucking cruise boat. Yeah. And he's like, the same fucking people yeah. showed up so every fucking every, night. So if you're going to do hurt, better or not, but then or imagine, just watch you. But they heard all your jokes. But yeah. imagine if you shit. bombed the first time. Yeah. And then it's the same group. Cause they're like at a trade show. Like he was the nothing, headliner like, and they had, they fucking had to move him down and he like invited his girlfriend or some shit. And then she saw him fucking eat yeah. shit and get yeah. moved down. Fucking I mean, that's rough. an ego thing, you know, like it's every, on my bucket list. I'm going to fucking well, it's, eat it's, shit and do it. It's one of those things. Like those are good lessons. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's Fuck really yeah. hard to yeah. swallow that pill. Yeah. But, you know, on the other side of it, you know, you learn. But even even the best of them. How bad do you want it, you know? Like, even the best of them, it's like they don't, even when they've got it dialed in and they're not as likely to bomb, they still talk about, yeah, you're still going to bomb. You're still working out new material. Well, and, and you, you you know, you like uh, Jerry Seinfeld, they'll still stop in at the improv on a surprise whim to run a new set for 20 minutes to see what jokes work and what didn't and how the crowd reacted. And I got to cut that. That's not right. I need to change the wording on this joke. That word didn't sell right. I need a different word. I think too, like that's, that's right. I mean, they do do that. And then I also think that like you see the professionals, the ones who have already gone through that stage where they have bombed before mm -hmm. they learn how to see and recognize, okay, I'm fucking up right now. I got to get this crowd back. Right. And you can see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe They're though, but have you ever stuff. been called up in front of class or like I took speech at BC? Like, no, you I'm just think saying, you're cool, but when that panic fucking sets in, your face starts twitching well, and you shit. Well, you watch cold the pros sweat, though. Like, you watch the pros and the you pros can see like- The pros don't they, get the cold sweat. No, and, like, they, and they go like, oh, this crowd's not do, laughing though. enough. And they start doing stuff that wasn't part of what they were doing. You could tell they jump out of whatever they right. were Right, or they're like, this always kills. So let me do this instead. That wasn't my plan. Yeah, grab some and get them laughing again and then move on and through my stuff. I think if you think about it like, hey, I'm going to learn how to do fucking backflips and I'm going to eat shit a hundred times and I'll be able to do a backflip and everyone's going to have to watch me try to do a backflip. But if you know the expectations that you're not going to do good. You're still entertaining. Yeah, could you embrace it and be like, you fucking do it then, bitch. Like if your buddy gives you shit, like, oh, that was terrible, Beck. Get the the fuck up there then. The other thing that shows the professionalism of some of the comedians is, and you can, I might have talked about it. Get myself worked up right now. I'm going to do it. There's a, not. there's a thank you thank you there, there's that. a bit from uh jimmy fallon 
maybe two years ago and Seinfeld came on and they did a thing that was the wheel of bits. And it was jokes that Seinfeld had never used in any of his specials, jokes he wrote, jokes and so on. But he, he didn't gave, think we're good enough or whatever. Right. They just, just didn't fit this. On, yeah. They didn't fit this, you know, the tempo. Like I needed yeah. a different type of joke right here. But he wrote all these jokes. He said that he wrote these jokes like 10, 15 years ago. And he gave a bunch of them to Kimmel. And the it was a, a wheel would come up and then they would they would see on the teleprompter the setup and what it like yeah. it would just say the joke is called blah 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 and the wheel would spin and it would land on a joke, a joke that Seinfeld wrote fucking fifteen years ago, never used on stage, and it would say what it is, and Jerry would be like, Oh, this is a good joke. Yeah, this is, and he like fully fucking he remembered knew it. it. He it? knew it. Wow. And like he wouldn't even look at the teleprompter, he just remembered the joke and would just deliver it and it yeah. killed. And then to watch, you know, Jimmy Fallon you know, get the joke on the teleprompter and still deliver it and right. kill. And it's like, you two are professional fucking comedians. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's fantastic. But again, it's like, it's hard to like the characters of Cheech and Chong are so strong. It's easy to forget that this is what they did first, right? right? They were on the road for years yeah. and then they started recording albums. They had recorded, um, I can't even remember how many, albums before they did up in smoke they did in 71 they did an album um called cheech and chong uh they did uh an album in 72 called big bamboo they did an album um in 73 called uh los cochinos which has basketball jones on it which i don't know if you're familiar with basketball <laughs> no, jones basketball but it's jones. fucking I feel like fantastic. he's got the he has a glow for sure Basketball Jones does have the glow. I did. I had no idea Basketball Jones was Cheech and Chong. Love Basketball Jones. Like it's not a skit; it's a song. Yeah. And there's a music video, this crazy groovy '70s music video. And it's like when I read about Basketball Jones, it was fucking uh, George Harrison played guitar on it. Uh, a guy who always did keyboards in Beatles recording sessions. Like these fucking hot shit musicians came in to do Basketball Jones, which is one of the most bizarre songs you'll ever hear. <laughs> but that was on this album in in like '73, '70 they did a thing called the wedding album um so they're just knocking out uh, uh movie or uh album after album winning grammys building up a huge thing and this is like in 74 and they start filming up in smoke their first movie in 75 so they were doing touring aggressively for a couple of years yeah, so wham, and then, bam, thank you man while they're yeah. doing these albums they're still touring yeah. like it's not like oh we're doing albums so yeah. we're good i wonder if they were touring they to must sell have the just album been stopping in at places yeah. recording and they, you know what i'm yeah. surprised there wasn't more I, mean, I know there is music but there wasn't more music considering tommy chong's past like he plays guitar a little here well, they're out there but it doesn't really showcase it. it though no. too much because no, he's he's actually really good yeah, he is um and he, this doesn't really showcase it he's always playing like he's the character playing it right when he can actually play yeah yeah. You know, and then Cheech yeah. will fucking play it's, shit. It's and comedy, though. Right. You know what I mean, how, right. how far can you take it to where they show that you're good to right. be like, oh, well, he's just a good magician. Right. You know, a magician. What's going on here? We're I'm good. good. Oh, yeah, my I'm gosh. Good. Are you fucked? Are you not good? Oh, yeah. no, I'm not good. Oh, you now you I fix fucking it? did it. It can't no. be worse. You fucking made it worse. No, it can't be. You weren't good. Oh, my God. Just no, stop no, touching things. There, it's good Stop now. it. You're drunk. I'm good. You're drunk. You're drunk. Go. Ossifer. Um, Mexican Americans wake up early. <laughs> they don't want to. That fucking shit, dude. All those songs are fucking awesome. Me and Dave just watched the one fucking My Old Lady. Yeah. Where he's like, they go to the fucking <laughs> so store. Good. We find a 7 Eleven and buy some jerky. It's all the same fucking like. Yeah. It's, same. it's like nursery though. rhymes, though. Yeah. All yeah. nursery rhymes are based on another nursery rhyme. <laughs> and the thing, I mean, know. the thing about Cheech and Chong is the, to me, the comedy, like you can, f like, 
I don't know. Like one of the things that I read with uh, one of the interviews with Tommy Chong was that he said that he doesn't like most comedies that come out right now because they're so scripted. He said that I feel like I'm being force fed jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, yeah. the joke is coming. Here's the turn. There's yeah. the punch. And you see there, everything and coming and you see everything yeah. coming. But like, you know, I feel like, like that's a perspective of a professional, though. I, I wonder how Mel Gibson watches a movie. True. You know what I mean? It's probably yeah. really fucking hard right. for a, a well, seasoned especially actor. Especially knowing that Jews are involved. Yeah, That's the problem. Or, or DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. To watch a movie and not be like, yeah, the lighting, lighting's over there. Right. The score, yeah. I wouldn't have gone right. this way. It's the same thing with, the, with, with, with somebody who does music. You hear stuff, you know, like, everybody's like, oh my gosh, that's great. And you're like, eh, yeah, that's layered. I hear that. He's doing that. He has multiple tracks. It's the same doing the back of vocals. They just shot that back in again on the chorus. You do hear it picked yeah. apart a little yeah. bit um but you hear in layers just like you probably watch movie and movies in right. layers i'll tell you what one thing that trent did learn from uh from from you doing already the, outed from, trent from it's doing the weed real. well i know i'm just referencing it so people know what i'm talking about without right. directly saying it so when you're on the weed man movies are fucking weird man it's like a paper diorama fucking craziness and you can see like the lighting is on fucking Seth Rogen's face over here and this fucking shit it's like very paper cut out people and you can see like I don't know man weed is strange it gives you like a perspective of like I feel like the other day I was thinking about this because I did that virtual reality thing and there's like when you're in the room you hit the gate thing and it pulls up the fucking grid around you and you remember that song virtual insanity I don't remember that song no <laughs> do you remember pig and elephant DNA don't just don't splice? Yeah, by Loverboy. I'm saying, do you remember Jamiroquai? I I know because I, only in reference to you guys knowing but that, that is I don't the name remember. of the song. Yeah, Jamiroquai. Fucking hot shit. But, but my point is, is when you pull up that gate, it pulls up this fucking green fence around you, right? And right then you can still see like you know what's around you. But then you press that fucking button and you're in the VR, right? I feel like when we're in life. Like we have been so accustomed to filtering things out. You know, when you look at things, you're like, you just take it for granted. You take it as it is. You know, when you see certain things, like a bee flies by and you're like, there went a fucking bee. But you don't think about the fact that that's a tiny fucking machine that's moving its wings at 100 miles per hour and there's fluid circulating through that motherfucker. And I think when you smoke weed, all of a sudden, it I like- I think you smoked takes weed. I think so. I was it takes away. I'm, I'm like, telling you. What the you. fuck is wrong with you? Hear me out though. Hear me out. Man. It, 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 far man. out. Far out, man. <laughs> It, it, you, there's a lot of things that you take at, at face value because it's easier for life to process because if you fucking paid attention to all that shit, like the bees wings, I do sometimes, obviously, but if you thought about it and you're that analytical, have you ever paid attention to the bees knees though? Have you ever paid attention on DMT though? No, I haven't. Um, Was it a familiar bee? You can't. Was it familiar? <laughs> Listen, you, might, you might be the bee, you might be the bee father. <laughs> I could be. I'm everybody's daddy. So when you when you see that when you're when you're smoking weed, all of a sudden I think that the gate comes back down on that VR that you're in, right? And you notice the subtleties of things, and you start to question it a little bit, and you examine because you notice things that you don't notice normally that have always fucking been there, like the fact that the bee is moving at 100 miles per hour, and the to scale ratio, and the fact that it's it is a fucking crazy little living thing, and there's millions Here of those motherfuckers. I was gonna tell bee. you right now, you you fucking. <laughs> Lost me when you first started talking. I have no fucking idea. People what you're get talking me, man. About. People understand. I what hope because I have people out there. I'm sitting here watching you. I think I'm, you guys didn't smoke enough weed. You're not even real. I'm following you're you not even every a real person until you get to the B. Yeah. 
Like that B is really fucking with your head right now. Like I kind of—it's no, just, just the, it's the analogy that I use. Like I don't know, you come up with anything else. Analogy. That's hyper complex, but you just take it at face value. Whether it be a fucking car or the fact that the TV well, because that the TV just has a picture on it, it, and you're like, oh look, I'm watching the Today Show, but that motherfucker has a crazy city of like mapped electronics and little fucking electrons yeah. are shooting through that that's, shit like that's Tron going to happen to make that shit happen though. But you don't notice it normally. You yeah, take it at face value. You're on a saying. drug. Not, like that's but what I'm it saying does. it's not it's taking. Halluc- it has hallucinogenic no, values. No, that's, what, that's like, what. That's where you're wrong. It's not causing you to hallucinate. It's making you notice all the things that were there the whole time. But now you're taking a step back and seeing the whole picture. It gives you what focus. I'm getting at. If you stopped, it's not even about got, focus. It's about noticing saying, those other things that have always been there. Yeah. If you, know you I mean? did that now without taking, but you couldn't make it through the life if you thought about that all the time. And I have obviously I have a problem with that. I'm analytical. <laughs> right. I worry about the origin of a word and stupid shit like You're that. You're analytical. I'm analytical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I fucking went off on a rant. I know I did. I didn't smoke. No, it's promise. okay. It's yeah. okay. It's just yeah. It's, it's yeah. You know. I would have tried to stop you and get back to the topic on any other of our 419 episodes. No, you would. But on episode 420, you gotta let it go. You gotta let him talk all, about the, you know, the little robot bee going 100 miles good. an hour. I yeah. wanted to trend it up for this, but I don't think I just I'm scared of what it would be. Well, we've, seen just, you, we've seen you drunk. It would be me with like a spoon and a jar of peanut butter, and you guys That's laughing fine. at me and That's me giggling. Fine. That'd be great. I wanted to I'm, in, I'm into it. I wanted you guys to notice the bees, man. It's a machine. Bees are a machine. Going 100 miles an hour. Go. So in 1975, they meet with a record producer named Adler who sees the genius of what they're doing, knows there's a built-in audience and says, let's make up in smoke. Um, no one's on board with it. Right. No. And, and which is, which that's a hard sell, but especially you don't have normal people. Don't that are say, to let me see the script. Here's the script. Right. The script. Here's that's the business plan or whatever right. the fuck happens. The storyboards. Here's all the shit. They're like, yeah, man, we don't got it. Like, I'm just, we're funny. Like right. they're just going to fucking go for it. Right. Just give us the money. I promise it'll be good. Right. Yeah. It's not but I mean, happen. I don't know at the time though, it's like, they've got five massively successful comedy albums. Which was the way to do comedy back Which then. Which isn't a movie, though. Right. But you know what I mean? It's not like, a movie, so but still, translate. that's like, I mean, that's like getting like the, the if you had like the star. Yeah, yeah. The star, the breakout star of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And he came to a studio and said, I've got this idea. It's mostly going to be improv, but this is what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. It seems like a studio would be like, oh, we'll give that a shot. Let's, they want to guarantee. You know, no, they want to guarantee. They yeah. want a script. They Movies different yeah. from audio. Right. You know what I mean? When you're doing a record, it's one thing. You go into the movie business, they have a way of doing right. things. So, but, but this guy has enough clout as a record producer to finally get Paramount to sign on board. He gets a $2 million budget. Um, he probably up, blew somebody. Probably. I, I, yeah. I almost I almost think that he blew somebody. Yeah. Who? The, the, record, the, the record, the record producer. Yeah. yeah. No, he had his own money. He had money. He did it. No, he oh, got did he put up the money for board, it? Though. He put up well, the money for Up and Smoke and then got paid oh, He back. put up the money. Okay. So yeah. Paramount, so Paramount was still then. the studio. So, so like it's, which is what a producer does. I mean, that's the way it works. And it like, if you're, that's why every time so a movie starts and it's like, you see Paramount and then you have to sit there through like six other production company logos. It's because one of those production companies found the script and one of those production yeah. companies ponied up, you know, $20 million. And one of those production companies ponied up $30 million and agreed to pay crazy? for the CGI. And the and only reason the anyone company, sees that is Avengers movie when they wait for the fucking like after fucking credit scene. Right. Otherwise you look for your name. You're like, Hey, look, I found yeah. a Brent. Hey, look, another Brent. Well, but they're the all, beginning. I mean, you got DreamWorks, you but, Paramount, the, but the you studios, know, like all the, the smaller you know. studios that come along with Paramount, they're just the producers. They're the ones yeah. who are paying the money. And at the end of the day, like Adler, it's like, I'm putting up $2 million. Yeah. 
I'm going to get it back. Right. So once Paramount knows it's paid yeah. for, Paramount is agreeing to do distribution. You can right. film it on our lots. You can use, you know, we have distribution. We have the ways to print the film. Yeah. We have the ways to get the film to well, probably paying to the two cinema million dollars houses. To them. That's probably who's getting the money for the production, right? Yeah. So he's funding yeah, yeah. it and that's who's getting right. the money. It's yeah. like, sure, we'll put our name on it. You got yeah. two million bucks. Right. Andy Bloom. Yeah. So it makes $44 million, which at the, like right now would be as if it made $151 million. Um, so, but either way, regardless of the, Not I mean, as that's, good a, as Hobbs and that's a massive turnaround from $2 million to $44 million. That's a fucking success no matter yeah. what. Yeah. And Cheech and Chong even say we made no money on that movie because that wasn't in the contract, but we made a lot of money on the next one, which did even bigger yeah. business and so forth. So, which that's so that the goal. All, I mean, yeah. you know, is that, if you can make this is that where the van's the made out of weed and the van catches on fire? Cause it's a tailpipe or whatever. Yeah. 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 The cop yeah. gets stoned. Yeah. 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 Fuck. It's so good. He um, pulls him over or whatever and it's on fire. Yeah. And he's just getting stoned. But yeah, that, that was we we got into the bees and all that stuff. But yeah, the the, the thing about <laughs> screw what you makes, for judging me, Dave. The thing about what makes Cheech bees are a machine. <laughs> the thing about that makes Cheech and John good is just watching it. Think as, when I'm stoned. Think if I was yeah, stoned, exactly. that you wouldn't have stopped me. Watching it as vignettes, watching the individual scenes and realizing these two motherfuckers are improving this. Like half of what that guy just said had never been said on the other yeah. takes, but they rolled with it. This guy said the something Labrador, hysterical. The Maui, Howie, the like, next guy yeah. said something even funnier building off of that, which led to this great punchline. And these guys are making this shit up on the spot because they're fucking comic geniuses. They right. truly are. And to be able to, to pull that off. I know some guys that pulled off so a, a, a pod belly shot earlier and it was a like comedic genius. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That, was yeah. Pretty funny. Good. that shit wasn't planned. It wasn't yeah. very funny, but it happened though. You know what I mean? We do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say not genius. funny, but it happened. We're comedic intelligence. <laughs> We're comedic intelligent. Yeah. So their characters through most of the movies, uh, Cheech plays Pedro Dupacas. Mm-hmm. That's his, his character in most of the movies. And then Chong plays Anthony Stoner, who's simply referred to as man, man. For, the, yeah. for the most part. Um, but uh, they, and I, I forgot that they, that they made this movie until I read it. The Corsican brothers. Yeah, I think I that I uh, used to love the Corsican brothers. I I think that didn't, it it I didn't do good though, right? That was no, it didn't do well at all. It, but was, it was so uh, funny. It was the first like non-drug related right. Chong directorial debut. Yeah. Like so, he he but directed it. And they stopped that shit. They're like, nope, it. that didn't yeah. work out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. But good, that, that was good. I I haven't seen it in fucking forever. Right. But when I was a kid and I liked Cheech and Chong movies, I liked the Corsican brothers more than other ones. Like I, probably you related to it more. Maybe Corsica. Corsica Simpson, Jessica um, Simpson. There's some funny shit in there. Corsica Simpson. Um, but one of the one of the things that drove that movie was a rule that uh, Tommy Chong talks about in a Rolling Stone interview, and he calls it the most of rule. And he says, if we're rolling a joint, it has to be the biggest joint you've ever seen. If we're acting it's, like we're high, go big or go home. we have to act as high as you've right. ever been. If we're coming up with a ludicrous concept, it has to be more ludicrous. Like, yeah, the weed turns people into yeah. fucking iguanas. We're going to turn Stacy <laughs> Keach into an iguana because well, he smoked our weed. I think that's like, that's the most, that's the level of, that's what they embraced in yeah, all their comedy. That's was the level of good comedy. Yeah. I mean, it's always like a normal person could think of these things. Right. 
a comic genius. How do I ramp it up? The same things, crazier, you know? And you have to be willing to take a hit. Like to do good comedy, you have to be willing to show your ass. You have to be willing to be the butt of a joke. You have to be willing to humiliate yourself. You have to be willing to take your shirt off and show your fat ass stomach for a laugh. Exactly. Like you have to be willing to fucking. You have to be willing to talk to somebody on the phone and masturbate under your stomach. <laughs> I think that's being a podcaster. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I've done sure? all those things. <laughs> all of because that was Louis yeah. C.K. I mean, yeah, he's great. Right, that's right. <laughs> I became an alcoholic just for the comedic value. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't even. Yeah, it's not stories. funny, but yeah. you know, it is yeah. what it is. Yep. You gotta um, take. You got to try. You don't know how it's going to turn yeah, out. You're right. Yeah, you're right. disaster. You're right. So they make. Um, they start churning out the movies. Um, Cheech and Chong. Their next movie is called Cheech and Chong's Next Movie, which is fucking fantastic. Um. The oh no, that's actually a lot later. I take that back. Up in Smoke uh, came out came out in seventy eight. They started filming it in seventy five. Um, long process. The they had Cheech and Chong's next movie, Nice Dreams. Things are tough all over. Cheech and Chong still smoke. No, this next one was that. It was, but it took him oh two more years for Cheech and Chong's next movie. Cheech and Chong still smoking in eighty three, and the Corsican Brothers in eighty four. And I think that was when they stopped making movies together because they had their falling out. And they didn't really do anything. Yeah, they're falling out that long. Well, ago. it wasn't even so much yeah, of a falling yeah. out. It was like a difference of like vision. You know what right. I mean? Like Cheech Marin wanted to move on to more serious things. He was done being like mm-hmm. the, he was done being Cheech, the, the silly Mexican yeah. right. guy. He wants to do the, Nash Bridges with Don. Yeah, yeah. he wanted yeah. to get more serious, yeah. and he did. Yeah. He, yeah. Went he wants out to do from dust till dawn. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. and so any apple pussy, that. peach pussy. <laughs> we got red pussy, yellow pussy. <laughs> yep. Um, and Tommy Chong goes on uh-huh. to really like, and Tommy, Ch- like they both talk about the fact, and we actually were just watching a special with Jim Brewer from uh, half baked talking about the fact that, yeah, you're not high on the set. You're working. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm acting like a stoner. I'm smoking fake joints. Like I'm not stoned. Like we're making a fucking movie. Yeah. Well, you In know. the early days of, of, uh, Cheech and Chong, one of the guys that was like the lighting director for one of the comedy clubs, he said that they would, they would come walking in like completely normal and then they would get on stage and they're like, what the fuck oh, are they stoned? Like they're yeah. stoned. Like right. those fools are fucking, they must have smoked backstage right. and it just kicked in and then they'd come off stage and be normal. And he's like, which part's the fucking act? Like, right. Are they stoned? Are they not stoned? Right. Like, like, because they were so happening? good yeah. that it was hard to tell like what's a character and what's them. So at the time, Cheech, I mean, he had smoked, but he wasn't like a pot smoker. Yeah. Right. But Tommy Chong was a pot smoker. He wouldn't smoke on the set, um, but he would smoke as soon as they were done filming for the day, you know, and he, he, yeah. he was into the drug culture and, and all that And he started smoking stuff. because the bass player from the, was it the Ventures? Is the, that what their band the, is? The uh, Vancouver's. Vancouver's. Uh, the Vancouver's, the bass player gave him a joint and a Lenny Bruce album, mm-hmm. um, and that was it. That's yeah. fucking, right. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, that put yeah, him, right. yeah. That changed the fucking course mm-hmm. of history. Yeah. 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 Like, it really, that, it did. really did. That changed the like world. Lenny yeah. Bruce like, that and made strawberry. him do the comedy, and then, yeah, yeah. Like, Chong the yeah. wouldn't exist. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. If it wasn't for that. a joint and a yeah. Lenny Bruce album. Which affected yeah. the culture, you know yeah. what I mean? Forever. Yeah. The world yeah. changed because I mean, of that. it changed the way Americans look at uh, Hispanics. Mm-hmm. It changed the way that America yeah, looked all at hippies. Heads. It changed yeah. the way that, uh, that America looked at weed. Like it changed everything. Like yeah. it really pot did. Heads. You know, it paved the way to tons of, mo- I mean, half baked wouldn't exist. Yeah. Without I, did, I didn't know all Mexicans wore suspenders and half shirts. You know, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Talking about it. 
And I mean, I was watching all these things in Michigan where there at the time weren't any Mexicans. Right. So it's like, yeah. that's your take you think, on a Mexican. You think that's what all Mexicans right. yeah. are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that becomes your take as a kid, you know? Oh, man. Like, um, that's like, that reminds me. I was in grade school. I don't remember what grade it was, but we had pin pals in like Pennsylvania or somewhere. Mm hmm. And we were my in pin California. Pal, my pin pal didn't like me. It we was in, sad. <laughs> they didn't write you back. No, so, we met him. We finally oh, really? met our pin pal oh, that's from another school, and he didn't oh, hang out with me. Well, ours was, was like out of the, ours yeah. was out of the state. Like ours was somewhere else. Right. They, yeah. they didn't have a beach. Fuck that guy. And so like you know, we wrote a letter. <laughs> we wrote a letter and Jimmy Swanson. On. Fuck you, man. Yeah. Look at me now. He's fucking a grudge holder, huh? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking girl on the bus. Yeah. Fucking, huh. So uh, I get this letter back and it asked, the letter asked if all Californians uh, wear rollerblades all day <laughs> and like, can have blonde hair and blue eyes. I mean, when you're not, this stuff. By, when you're not, and, by palm I mean, this trees. is, a, this is probably right. a second or third. Yeah. Right. Palm trees. Like, yeah. yeah, it was like a second or third grade or whatever. And, and you get this letter and it's, it's a stereotype right. of a Californian. Right. right? Because of what they see on TV yeah, and they've yep. never seen a beach. You right. know, does everybody live right. on the beach? Right. Does everybody blonde hair and blue eyes? Does everybody wear rollerblades? You know, right. I have family from Alaska that the mind was blown when they saw oranges on trees. They were like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. That's like on the tree. That's well, like I mean, what it I, looks like before it gets to the store. Holy it, shit. It's yeah. just in your backyard. Yeah. What the fuck? Because the thing yeah. is, like, as a kid, <laughs> I was I was born in Detroit and then moved here and went to kindergarten through third grade here and then moved back to battle Creek and spent, you so know, you had a perspective. Of, so I had a perspective, uh, you, you knew what but was going on. Yeah. I was the kid in school starting in fourth grade. I was the California kid Yeah, and they would like, I was constantly fielding those questions. Yeah. Like th that it's was weird. everyone. Yeah. yeah Cause weird, they, you know, what the fuck do they know? Yeah, it's it's like, oh, you're thing. from California. Like, you know, and it was like this, like, no one well, gave a fuck. Like we had other students from other States and no one gave a fuck about yeah. that. Like yeah. California. Kansas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just what yeah. TV and movies yep. and everything portray. Yep. Well, no, there, I, I knew a person that had never seen a tumbleweed. Actually, people in Chicago. Yeah. When we went to Chicago had never seen yeah. a tumbleweed. No, they, they didn't really they think they, were, they thought it was yeah. fake. They, yeah. they, sell, thought they, they thought they did them like yeah. on the movies yeah. just because. They sell tumbleweed seeds on eBay and they call it Russian thistle. And it says that you can make a summer snowman out of it or something. Oh, yeah. Because you could stack yeah. them. Yeah. Um, That's funny. So, but living the, living the, the character somewhat is Tommy Chong and... In 2003, one of the big things was there was a thing called Operation Pipe Dreams, which was done by um, the uh, FDA. No, it was done by the. I forget who did it. It was a federal who done it. It's a real who fucking officers. I think it was yeah. a multi organizational, it was a multi -organizational fucking, yeah. thing. And they were trying to bust people who were selling drug paraphernalia online. Right. Mm. And Tommy Chong had just started uh, Chong's Glass, which is uh, now called Cheech and Chong's Glass. They pretty tricked him into that shit, though. They fucking made yeah. calls and like tried to get him to send it. And there's recorded phone calls I watched with his son, like fielding the call and going, "Yeah, man, we can't ship to fucking Pennsylvania or wherever right. the fuck it was." Right. And like they knew, like you can't do it, man. It's illegal. He's like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna fucking drive over there, man. I'll drive my Escalade over there because that's how I fucking roll." And so they they. They showed up and drove across state lines or whatever 
and showed up to the place and ordered only things that were out of stock and like thousands of dollars of shit they were out of stock in. And then they fucking said, okay, well, let us know when it comes in and drove back. And then all the shit came in stock and they had all these boxes sitting in the fucking warehouse and they had bugged him and bugged him over like a year trying to get him to sell, right, right. finally show up and order all this shit. Now there's thousands of dollars in orders that they, I think, paid for in advance. And then they fucking took back off and they're like, hey man, your stuff's here. You're like, yeah, man, I can't really get back out there. Like, I mean, I already bought Can it. Like, I came over it? and bought it. Can you just ship it? And then fucking sort of like entrap them into right. shipping that, that stuff. Shitty. Yeah. yeah, some bullshit. And the thing is, though, they investigated 55 different websites that were selling drug paraphernalia and clamped down on all of them. And exactly one person did jail time, and that was Tommy Chong. And he had no previous conviction. No, like, no, no record. A lot of other had, people did. Yeah, had criminal records, drug dealing records. They've been busted for selling pot. It was obviously like set stuff. an example. Yeah, of this exactly. Guy. Like let's take out the big dog, and everybody well, else he had is like, going to back you off. Know, stuck his thumb in the face of fucking authorities for years, saying like making fun of cops. Sure. Um, and saying like he made his fortune on weed. He really did. His yep. whole career was based off of being a stoner. He and being even pop. like one of the the quotes that he that I saw from him was Sergeant Stadenko was a real cop and he became a legend in Canada thanks to up in smoke. He was a real cop that would try to bust us for smoking weed. When I got busted for bongs, I ended up in a room with the arresting officer and I started telling him, you know, there's a chance I might make you famous like I did Stadenko. The Ooh. cop did not laugh. In fact, he told the judge, I think that's why I ended up being the only guy in the bong business to do jail time, they but, it was, but it was worth it. You yeah. know, the sad thing is that's probably fucking true. It you know what I mean? Like those true. fools get away with that shit. Yeah. It's corrupt and they yeah. were fucking making a statement and trying to make an example of him like the money that they spent on that and the resources yeah. of officers and, and personnel and what it did devoted nothing, to didn't that do anything to be like what some dudes in pennsylvania got a fucking glass pipe right. who knows what I'm the not fuck selling and they weed. didn't even really do it yeah, yeah. you just caused it yeah. to happen and then made an example yeah. of him and then he had to fucking leave his family go to jail for nine fucking months and, and in taft there's on the oh, interview wow. he said in taft that. in the interview he's like on the phone he's like yeah it's a really nice prison right near bakersfield he says it on the fucking uh, documentary wow. i was like oh yeah. shit and he it's, it's like minimum security yeah he stayed in so but the um the he ends up taking a plea deal because they're going after his son and his wife who were also involved in the business and he says you leave them out of it i'll pay this money blah blah blah. and he wasn't allowed to talk about that yeah yep as a condition he had to accept guilty like some comments he made after the press and in some kind of like maybe a reddit ama thing they fucking came back at him saying that like you are not allowed to talk about this shit you have to fucking eat it like you're fucking guilty and say you did it or like that was part of the deal of like we won't arrest your kid and your fucking part of it is there's a there was a woman named mary beth buchanan who was the u.s attorney for western pennsylvania and i think last name is buchanan you're a fucking politician well she had a fucking boner for him and wanted to fuck with him because even so he does that, does his jail time, et cetera. And then he starts, um, they, he, they make a documentary called AKA Tommy Chong, which it just so happened that they were making this documentary about Tommy Chong when he got busted in 2003. So they actually filmed a SWAT team busting into his house and arresting him. And it's in the documentary and all this different stuff. So he ends up, they go to print for a DVD in 2008 of this documentary um, that he's trying to sell um, about his arrest. And I think that is the one jail. I watched where they noted Bakersfield, okay. it, but they rename it on YouTube. It's called like Free Marijuana uh, Prisoners or something. Right. Yeah. So this same woman, the same prosecutor, Buchanan, um, ends up discovering that the the so Tommy Chong is partnered with a group that does detox stuff for weed right. 
and their distribution warehouse is where he's distributing his DVDs from. Which right? is which is not illegal. Nothing no, there's nothing at all illegal about it. Right. But in 2008, she tried to get him arrested and bust him again. Um, because of this detox stuff going through there and she, and basically what she was basically fucking harassment. She sent cops there to, to lock down all of the evidence, including the detox stuff and like 20,000 copies of his, uh, uh, DVD right when they were printed and they were about to start selling. And now they became evidence in a case that were going to be locked up for a year or two just to fuck him. Yeah, yeah, just to be like, a dick. that's bullshit. Yeah. And they like, can do that. That's the thing with federal harassment. law like that, where yeah. you have places that are like, you know, we had, it might've been legal in California to have 99 marijuana plants and all that fucking shit. And you were all good. You were doing what you're supposed to do by California law. And then federal agents would come in and shoot your fucking dog, tear up all those fucking yeah. plants, take all your assets and your fucking money and shut you down. And not there's nothing you okay. could do about it. Right. And then, and they just did it just to fuck you. You know, yeah. even though you didn't break the law, right. no matter what you did, like, oh, we'll give your shit back. We were wrong. Sorry about it's that. It's too late. Yeah. We fucked you anyway. Sorry, we killed your baby. So yeah. That shit happened, man. They yeah. raided the wrong fucking yeah. house and shot kids and yeah. it's dogs so, all but, kinds of stuff. But doing the research, I, one thing did make me sad and that was that researching this, I was like, fuck, these guys are legit, like really funny people. And then the other thing that made me sad was um, like three weeks ago, they did three different shows that were all like within an hour of Bakersfield. Oh, really? Because they're doing a tour, a national yeah. tour, a tour through Canada and America, like the first one in like 40 years or something. And they were just in Southern California like a couple of weeks ago. They did a show in Taft. Oh, they did fuck. a show Why in Why would you do a show in Taft? Probably Why? because he went to fucking prison. Oh, there. I guess. They did a show in Visalia. That's weird. Why they not did Bakersfield, a, And they did a show in Fresno. Why didn't they promote it here? Like, that's weird. I don't yeah, know. I would have drove for that. Bakersfield sucks. You suck promoters yeah. out there. No, I would have, like, especially like, getting all hyped about it. And then I saw, suck. and there's still dates. Like, there's toured because they're in the tour right now. And I was like, fuck, are yeah. there any tour dates in, around all, us? It's like, yeah, a couple weeks ago, dumbass. Coast, Fuck. yeah, yeah. Years, they're gone. They're so, in LA, but yeah, they're the, the band is back together. They're touring. They're releasing albums again. Uh, they sell lots of bongs and weed paraphernalia and <laughs> detox stuff and all kinds of things on their website. It's a little so different they're, now. They're embracing. They're embracing the the weed. Culture Are they working together? Is that it. is that not mostly uh, Tommy Chung? They're actually. It's actually it's called, it's called Cheech and Chong's Chong Glass. Glass. Yeah, so, so he wants to sign something on that. Yeah, yeah. So that's Cheech and Chong. If you haven't seen them. Um, they're definitely worth giving a look, watch some YouTube clips, hit them up. Like, see, don't try to watch it for a strong narrative. Kind of like, again, I equate it to the Marx Brothers movie. I fucking love Marx Brothers movies, but if you're watching it for a, for a plot, if you're watching to see what's oh, going to yeah, happen yeah, next, no. you're going to have 30 minutes of just pure I was dickery thinking, I was before thinking, the next event in the plot occurs. You just have to enjoy what's happening. If you the watch screen. the car scene, that one, you'll see it when you go on YouTube. Yeah. It's the one where they're smoking a giant joint yeah. in a fucking car. That shit's hilarious. Like, Their banter thinking, is just hysterical. Yeah. I was thinking right now like who hadn't seen Cheech and Chong or who doesn't know who they are but then I was like oh maybe the rest a whole of the generation world. yeah a whole yeah. generation or, or newer yeah younger yeah. people yeah whole generation true. wouldn't yeah. know who they were you reach that age where it's like oh yeah. you yeah. don't know what the fuck I'm talking right. about how is that possible yeah. yeah and I think it's different I don't know we did Richard Pryor a while ago and that's like an older comedian from back in the day and so forth but I have a feeling that more people know who Richard Pryor is for some reason I think stand up holds up yeah, better and is yeah. in circulation more than the old yeah. comedy movies. Cause I think a lot of people would probably recognize some Richard Pryor standup routines who wouldn't know anything about the Richard Pryor movies. 
Right. Yeah. Be, or maybe just have heard the name. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. But if you don't know about Cheech and Chong, they're worth giving a look, especially if you're into the 420 culture, you owe yourself. Yeah. If you're into 420 culture and you haven't watched some fucking Cheech and Chong movies, there's something goddamn yeah. wrong with yeah. you. Well, and the, I played a Take Nine In song, Blunt and Ho, with uh, Murs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Cheech and Chong. Right. Like, that's, you know, all the way. So, yeah, they, yeah they've definitely impacted culture. And even, and, uh, I forget the name of the track, but... Uh, on revival, Eminem samples one of their songs yeah. from a comedy yeah. album. Like, yeah, they, they've definitely corn. The, all these different groups yeah. have like covered their songs. Yeah. Like, it's the yeah, t- fucking earache my eye or I some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, earache my eye. Yeah, it's, that's what it is. It's some, it's a something weird like that. Or, Soundgarden was the other one. Yeah. Soundgarden and Corn yeah. are both covered them. But all right, so um, I got social media winner um, episode four nineteen for Vince McMahon uh, one twelve thirteen aka Shell wins a T shirt for sharing on Twitter and retweeting our clip. So Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out to you. Um, so every week we give away prizes on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. If you reshare our clip, um, somebody gets chosen because it's uh, it's super beneficial for us. It's, they get chosen yeah. or chosed. They get chosed. Mm-hmm. Um, we brung you a prize if yeah, we chosed yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so sorry, I, I fucked up. Yeah, you know, yeah it's, it's embarrassing right. sometimes. I, I get under pressure. I mean, we have an English teacher here. He's yeah. on. You got to dial in your office. He's got a red yeah. pen over there too. It makes yeah. me nervous. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he ready to go. He it stays is. with the red pen. Is it a pen or a thermometer? It's a pen. That's it could be I mean, used yeah. as both, but it doesn't accurately tell the temperature. No. But things yeah. heat up in the yeah. room. Well, what he does, he puts it in your ass and then he puts it in him, you know, yeah. just kind of licks tell. it off and he yeah. knows if it's 98.6 yeah. or not. Dipstick technique. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it to him because he's got 37 eggs up there. No, yeah. No. He uh, keeps them in He might there. bust an egg. Yeah. 38. So anyways, one twelve thirteen on Twitter. Um, what a What a name. So um, they're going to win a T-shirt. Thank you to that. Um, also, thank you uh, to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, you can, what I've if got it's 11213? That's my what locker that? from high school, and now I'm going to have to change it. I still keep it. I have my biology book and, and a few keepsakes in there. Yeah. I don't think I am. It's spelled out, too. Oh. But they're as famous as they get. That's it. It's over. Yeah, right. Give them nothing more than a T-shirt. All right. All right. Thank you for doing that on social media. Thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Um, they just sent us a, um, I think it's equated as a fuck ton. Yes. Is fuck ton correct? Yeah, fuck ton of hot sauce. Um, we have a lot of hot sauce. Um, we even have some of the big ass fucking jugs of XXX. Yeah. So I think we're come up with some kind of a big contest for that. Um, where someone's going to get what would be probably a year supply for the average person. I'm, making it, I'm making it through my fucking are they, jug. Are they a gallon? Not a gallon. It's probably ounces? a half gallon, a 64 gallon. ounces. Oh, half gallon. Yeah, it's a half gallon. Okay. It's a half gallon. That's a lot. It's a fucking it's lot. When a bottle, of, I want a pump know. for it, but I don't know what the like uh, size Take, is. Uh, you know what? You think that Jägermeister pump? I think the no, Jägermeister pump That's works. too small for sure. No, I, can tell from here. I don't think so. It's not right. No, it's no. too small. No, I think you're it's wrong. It's not small It's like black. That. It's slimming. <laughs> Could be that. Why do their wieners look so big though, Brad? Um, so um, thank you, Elia Kateko. We're going to give away some prizes. Go check them out. Go check out the website. If you uh, if you eat it, take a picture of it and put it on social media and tag them and tag us so they, th- they know we're doing a good job. Um, also, thank you to uh, Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com uh, to order sticky goods, to printed things. Um, you can get stickers if you need stickers for your band or whatever your project is. Go check them out and use code Podcast to save some money when you do that. Also, thank 
take you to Jimmy D's Tees. Um, he makes our t-shirts uh, that are available on our website, um, our OG and Retro. And we also have a shit ton of uh, new merch on the website. Go check that out. I hadn't really advertised it yet because, to be honest, I was trying to let some people order it and see if it was fucking good or not. And yeah. I got some yeah. pictures posted and some feedback from some people. Everyone see said it was good or not. <laughs> I was worried. Yeah. It's, some of that stuff is print on demand because for us to be able to, uh, able to offer yeah. and stock everything across such a variety of things, um, it's hard for, you know, you got to fucking have all that money up front to carry that many sizes right. to have that type of variety. But um, so some of that stuff um, is print on demand. Um, and uh, we got the results back. The hoodies are super comfortable. There's four different hoodies. There's pullover sweatshirts. There's multiple T-shirts. Um, there's multiple coffee mugs. There's all kinds of stuff on there. Um, go check that stuff out. It's at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, also, go check out Jimmy D's Tees at his website across social media. Um, he's got all kinds of cool shit on there. Drink the Kool-Aid fucking koozies and, and really cool stuff. Um, also, thank you to Digital Creations. And also, a reminder, we're a part of the Podbelly Network. Um, go check out other cool podcasts. Um, there's the Graveyard Shift podcast. We're going to give a shout out this week. They do a paranormal podcast. Um, so go check them out. Also, Breakers podcast. That's a good one if you want to binge um, because it's not a per episode thing. It's a serial style podcast where you start at one and then you're late for work because you stayed up till two in the morning watching that shit or listening to it. Kind of like uh, watching The Walking Dead or something. So that's a really good podcast. Go check them out. And then if you're a nerd and you like Star Wars, all things Star Wars podcast covers fucking everything that has to do with Star Wars, like super fucking nerd Star Wars stuff, <laughs> like what the musical score was or what this, how they designed the shit out of vacuum cleaners and they became droids. Like they dig in deep. You would think there's not any way you could create a podcast on just Star Wars shit, but there's yeah, so much crazy intricacy. I can dig and it. Yeah, so much shit. So check out all things Star Wars and that's at podbelly.com. Go check them out. And uh, I think that's all I got. All right, so we have a new Sculpt member of the month this month. Uh, we've unanimously voted that uh, Jake Blair is the newest member. He's a handsome guy. Sculpt member of the month's foundation. But, but to be fair, Blair's a fat girl's name. It is. Yeah, it's it kind of like Claire. I mean, it's pretty much, he's a male fat girl. Pretty much. Male you know fat mean? girl. It's like he's skinny that's right now. That's how I've always thought of him. I, but yeah. you got to look at his ankles. That's the trick. You know what I mean? That's how ankles. you know. Ankles? <laughs> Hold on there, right sir. It's ankles. Well, yeah. not yet. That's the thing. When you when you see someone that's like a skinny person and you look at their ankles. But he's skinny fat, though. There's that weird thing going on in the yeah. ankles where it's like log it's leg. Sag, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the knee width yeah, and fat. the ankle width skinny is fat. the same, but it's not quite fat if you compare it to a fat person. I mean, fatty lard slim. The, same exactly, thing. and you she tries. To, have you ever seen her run? I mean, it's it's rough to it's watch. It's hard yeah. to yeah. watch. It's like watching Jake Blair have sex. It is. It's tough. Yeah. We don't. It's like she's don't pedaling know. an invisible bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But her arms are moving. Yeah, yeah. it's almost moving. elliptical. Yeah. 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 They're just awkwardly there, like bow-legged from the horses. It's like, not, and not from riding them. It's like Will like Ferrell not, at, the, at the end of Talladega yeah. Nights, where he doesn't order. Yeah, yeah. This is about Jake Blair yeah. and his and his, yeah. and his skinny fat self. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. His, his weird ankles. Oh, fucking he, quick, quick draw Blair. Yeah, he quick means good. Blair. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know if he has yeah. a special bot or like some. I don't kind of think like, he does. I think he just doesn't have. He just doesn't have a life. He's just sitting on the couch waiting for a post. Yeah, waiting. Yeah. I post shit on Instagram. It's multiple, like, I, multiple like, pages. I haven't even, like, I'm just thinking of hitting the button and there's already a little he heart posted that it for you. <laughs> yeah, hey, he Jake posted, Blair posted yeah, your post. He posted for it you. for me yeah. and liked it already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you, and had a comment. You go to post something and it says you just shared Jake Blair's post. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's quantum. He's that yeah. good. Yeah. He's yeah. That, that's excellent. Yeah. 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 So, it's the impressive. master of Instagram. Yeah. 
Jake Blair, congratulations. Yeah. New Sculpt member of the month. Long time, long time listener, friend. He is officially, so if anyone wants to be cool, you can go back on our Instagram. There is an original picture of us, the first picture ever of the three of us on them internets. And he was the only one of the current fans that are in the name circulation that had participated and actually liked our photo back then. Yeah. Everyone else was just like people I know. It was like my grandma yeah. and shit yeah. back then. Yeah. But to be active, was listening. a current active fan. Your grandma still was listening, fan. huh? She was. Your mom and her friends, they yeah. were listening. Yeah. I think my mom still yeah. listens. Yeah. Yeah. Even all the crazy God, oof, that yeah. bothered me in the beginning, but I'm I'm used to it now. <laughs> yeah. After I found yeah. out you were banging her, then I'm yeah, just so like, she, yeah. Yeah. what could be worse than that? It was it was weird. It was awkward. We're past it though. Now you're in the room. It's all right. Yeah. You're watching. Yeah. Everything's fine. Circular. <laughs> it's a big circle. Everything goes in a circle. the bull dance. Like yeah. a dolphin. Going the flow. Mechanical yeah. bees. Yeah. Mechanical bees. They're, <laughs> dude, they're bees. mechanical. Dude. <laughs> they're a machine, bro. Think about it. You got to think about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, go to Reddit. Uh, Reddit r4 slash Sofa King Podcast. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. I'm at Raised with Wolves. So Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave on Instagram. Also check out um, Elikiteko underscore hot sauce. Uh, Jimmy D's Tease. Uh, who else? Who else is on there? Um, uh, Hilgenfeld, resident right. artist. And um, yeah, go to uh, patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast to support the show in that manner. And uh, there's a playlist, uh, the Sofa King podcast 2019 playlist on Spotify. You can check out in songs. Um, and, and there was a comment on Facebook asking for one of the songs that wasn't in the playlist. Some of the songs I do find or pick, um, most of them are on Spotify available. There's been some where I wasn't happy with some songs that I didn't have anything new. Right. I had some stuff on YouTube, so that's the way it went. So it wasn't on the playlist. So also, uh, um, we're pretty much live every Sunday. Like yeah. I try to throw this out yeah, there. Yeah. You got like fucking. You know, sometimes there's 11 people watching. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? There's thousands of you out there downloading, yeah. and I see it in the numbers. Like, if you guys want to watch it live, it's fucking fun. Yeah, and it might Brad, be an awkward time for you. It's okay. Sometimes it Brad anyway. jerks off a bottle. I did, yeah, yeah. I, I tickle, my, I tickle my nose. It looks like I'm picking it. I'm, I just had a tickle. It was an yeah. inch. I, had a kite I pick mine. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody does it. Dave's super unenthusiastic, and when he yeah. likes things, it looks like a fart face. So that's <laughs> that's fun to observe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when he gets really happy, it looks like someone farted. So you can see that live in the group. Um, if you go request access yeah. to the group, it's actually currently our Instagram story. Mm -hmm. If you swipe up, it's the group access. Mm -hmm. You can go request access to the group. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's I've gotten high tech. Yeah, yeah, I've moved up. Pretty interesting. All right, uh, if that's it, don't be a retard. Smoke a joint through a shroom, I ain't with the fairy dust A humanist, but I don't like new people very much Cherry nut, wood, hood, Ozzy and Harriet I cover up a landslide, Pisces and Scariot Hideous, ain't got a tuck truck jewelry A nice man that lost his mind like Chuck Woolery I'm tucked in an Amazon box like what could